0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 254 and today's topic is Cruel Summer, season 2, episode 3, titled Bloody Knuckles. The description reads, in summer 1999, Megan and Isabella bond during an overnight at the chamber's cabin. Luke tries to stand up to Brent, but ends up causing more problems for his dad. Suspicions are raised after fingerprints are found on the gun that shot Luke. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene, like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week and a sleeper for you guys in my show button style. Shout out to the pod father Joey. As always, if you need to get in touch with me, Facebook, Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, email Alicia Shanice Reviews, 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any recap requests, with that being a TV show, movie, documentary, music album. If you have any music that you're working on. Hit me up so I can shout you out. If you have any businesses or brands that you got going on, please hit me up so I can shout you out all free of charge. I love whom loves me. I love to spread love back the Brooklyn Way. I just, you know what I'm saying, love to show love back. So anything like that, please hit your girl up. And if you just want to say what's up, that's cool too. And if you listen to the podcast on Spotify, Please hit that follow button. It will help your girl out. And while you own Spotify, check out all of my music playlists exclusively on Spotify. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves. You will see one populate. Click on that picture profile. It takes you to the rest of them. And I got every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. So on that note, let's get into the show and let's talk us some cool summer. one mic. one Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Shanice. And I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect your energy, as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at an all-time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent? You know... And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thang, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit It, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. name is Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice. And she's the one. y'all, let's talk about it. It opens with the events that are about to unfold take place on or around July 19th, 1999, December 19th, 1999, July 19th, 2000. I will do my best to recap each part but with the 1999s and the 2000s it gets a little confusing here or there so bear with me (laughs) so it opens with summer 1999 the girls are getting prepared for the guy's annual sleepover that always includes megan she's always the only girl there because you know she's considered one of the guys and this year she's taking miss isabella and she is trying to talk her out of it like you know, you don't really have to go, right? You know, the guys just do like, you know, some disgusting stuff. You're just gonna be bored, you know. It's guy stuff, and you know, Isabella she's like, "Oh no, I'm down," you know. I, I'll go. You know, she's she's she wants to go. She's eager to go. And Megan, like, you crowded with space. So then it cuts directly to Winter ninety nine with Isabella in her room and Megan barging in about Isabella telling uh telling Debbie. The truth about what, you know, who was really on the sex tape. So, my three was right. When she barged on down there and when she was pissed off after she heard (laughs) uh, Megan call Luke her ride or die, that's what she was telling Debbie. Now, here's my thing. I get Isabella wanting to tell Debbie, especially Debbie took her in, you know. She's become like a second mother to her. I get that part. You know, I get her wanting to tell her the truth. You know, she, Debbie probably was walking around with a look of disgust at Isabella. Like, how could you do this to Megan? You guys are supposed to be best friends. You guys have become like sisters. Why would you do this? I get that part. If that was just the case. But clearly, (laughs) Isabella did this out of jealousy and basically admitted to it, saying, you know, Megan, the way you've been leaning on Luke instead of me. I was like, huh? So that's why you told? (laughs) It wasn't because, you know, you walk around the house and Debbie looking at you like you're disgusting and, you know, you feel like you let her down. It's because she's dependent on Luke more than you. I was like what so I had to kind of pause the TV <laughs> then I hit play <laughs> and you know like I said I, I get the ride or die but I think miss Isabella kind of got it a little misconstrued it's just my opinion so it cuts to you know summer 2000 and the sheriff talks to Debbie The ballistics have came back on the gun and we see that it's registered to Steve Chambers, but it only has three fingerprints on there. Isabella's, Megan's and the deceased, Mr. Luke. So then we go back to I Know What You Did Last Summer 1999 and let the games begin at the little cabin sleepover. We got Luke and Isabella. They're still at that very much flirtatious stage, as well as we can see Jeff, who definitely has a thing for Megan. It's, it was clear as clear in this episode. So we see those two things going on, but the other guys, they're just being normal, making cracks and jokes, you know, doing what they do, doing guy stuff. And then it cuts to December 1999 with Luke. He's kind of like standing on a dock by himself. You can tell he's contemplating. He got a lot on his mind. He's throwing rocks into the water. And I think I could, I put that scene up above, but it comes a little later. So that wasn't the direct next scene. But like I said with this show, how it goes from 1999 to 2000, sometimes it gets a little confusing to keep up. But that part was in there. was just a few clips down where we've seen him, you know, standing there just looking like he was stressed out. So it cuts back and we see Megan. Then this is winter 1999. She's apologizing to Isabella, telling her, you know, that if it was her, she would do the same for her. And she really is her ride or die. And Isabella was very pleased to hear that. Um, In my opinion, she was happy to hear that. And to me, she wants Megan to solely depend on her only you know so we cut back to i know what you did last summer 99 and brent comes up to the cabin he brings some wood up there he like um you know dad wanted me to bring it up here so you're not uh still in nets wood and you know he becomes trigger happy so that was a clue for our audience because They brought up the guy next door who was shooting the guns. They gave us a name, and we know he's trigger happy. And I don't think that they brought that up for nothing. So that is one clue of maybe who possibly could have shot Luke. But we'll talk about that a little more. But remember, that's clue number one that we got. And we can see Parker. She comes in with Brent and she is not happy about being there. She's like, I thought you said we were just dropping this off. I'm ready to go. And Brent, he's one of those asshole big brothers. He likes to come, you know, disrupt the fun, make jokes. You know, he's a little older than them. He just is a mess. So we go to Windsor 1999 and Luke is still being um, in the little police program. And we can see him and Sheriff Meyer, they have a very close relationship. Luke can't really talk to his dad. You know, his dad seems like a good father, but he more caters to Brent. He really doesn't pay attention to Luke. Uh, so you can just tell he can really be himself and talk to Sheriff Myers. And they have like a good relationship. And he gives them some encouraging words like, you know, you made a mistake. We all make mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. But, you know, you grow from them. So we go to summer 2000 and we get Megan. She's sitting in the diner and she's listening to some heavy rock metal music and on her computer. And while she's in a diner, the news comes on. And when she sees the picture of Luke, she takes her headphones off and pays attention. Now we got the uh, nosy reporter trying to you know, be slick thinking she was about to get some information and all she got was some coffee poured in her plate, as she should. Ain't nobody trying to hear that reporter shit. But one thing about the old school reporters, especially in the 80s, they would do anything for a story and they would go into some deep undercover. So, them old school reporters, they didn't play about their stories. So, we go into summer 2000. And Rebecca, she arrives as Isabella's attorney now I don't know if she's just solely her attorney or her aunt because later on in the episode when her and Megan were talking she made a comment about how she's always getting threw off on her aunt so this could just be a family friend who was an attorney it sounds like Isabella has been in a lot of trouble before she made a comment about something happening in the winter before and um so I'm not for sure if this is the relative or just an attorney that she's always getting stuck with because clearly she's been in a lot of trouble and clearly her parents just kind of pawn her off so they can go do their own thing. So, um, you know, Isabella is like, why can't I just, you know, say diplomatic immunity and just go, I'm ready to go. You know, I don't have no friendly faces, no friends here. And the lawyer is telling her that's not a good look, especially about what happened in, you know, the winter before so it goes back to summer 99, and we see how the prince got on the gun when the three were at the uh, cabin, they were shooting, and it shows Luke teaching Isabella how to shoot. She talking about she ain't never um held a gun before, and I thought she was lying. I think Isabella probably held plenty of guns before, <laughs> so it cuts to um December 99. And the rest of the tapes get dropped um, off at the sheriff's station. It a matter of fact, it was six to be exact. So we see what Luke was contemplating when he was standing there. You know, after his talk with the sheriff and how he was sitting there on the dock, he went and uh, dropped those uh, tapes off. So it cuts to 2,000, and Steve shows up at Debbie's house, and he tells her, you know, he believes that the girls, you know, were at the cabin and they were all shooting. So he's not putting Luke's murder on them. But he's like, the weird part is someone was at the cabin recently and cleaned it up. And he hadn't been there. Brent hadn't been there. So somebody was there recently. Megan was upstairs listening. And we know as the audience that we've seen her running to clean it up Um, the first episode. So after that, we see jeff and megan they talk at the cabin now jeff he's this is summer 99 he is totally flirting with her and she kind of overlooks it because she's like no none of these guys look at me like this i'm just one of the guys she don't even really know how to take a compliment and you know we see isabella watching from afar and she's just trying to you know she's kind of smiling because you know she's peeping it out like oh jeff got a little thing for megan So, it cuts to summer 2000, and Isabella warns Debbie and Megan that they need to get a lawyer. You know, it's time to lawyer up, and I suggest you get a good lawyer at that. And she, like, uh, Myers is not your friend. Debbie is like, he's been a friend of ours for years. She, like, Debbie, he's a cop. He's not your friend, yo. (laughs) Megan, like, uh, you you sure know a lot about the cops. (sighs) Isabella's been in a lot of trouble. (laughs) So then we go to 99, December, and Luke shows up at the diner where Megan works, and you know, Luke, I like Luke. He comes there. He's over hiding. He's just over. He like, we didn't really do anything wrong. He's trying to kiss on Megan. He loves her, you know. And who do we see in the corner, me and Isabella? I'm like, Isabella, if you don't go eat your damn sandwich, and you mind your business. <laughs> and then we got Megan who act like she's ashamed to be with Luke. I mean, I get the tape, but I'm just like, I think what's bothering me is I'm like, okay, it's a tape. Stuff like this happens, but... Just for it to lead to murder, I'm just so anxious to know what happened, you know. And um, Isabella, I'm just very skeptical about her. I can't wait to find out what type of trouble she's been in in the past and what happened on that New Year's night. But that's the thing about this show. Even season one, it just has you trying to put all of the pieces together. And I'm trying to put them together. But it's, you know, the math ain't math and on. Okay, it was a sex tape. You guys know the secret. How did this lead to a murder? But I guess we're going to find out each week. So um, we got Isabella watching. And Luke ends up telling uh, Megan that he ended up taking care of the tapes. But we know what he meant by that is that he took them to the sheriff's station. So it cuts to the sheriff's office. And um, we got Jack and Steve, you know, Steve Chambers and Jack Myers. They're kind of going back and forth about, you know, Jack doing his job and then Steve telling him, you know, you can do your job, but it's all about a judgment call. Now, I'm not going to lie. Steve had valid points when he painted out valid favors that he did for um, the sheriff. It sounds like he's been looking out for him for years. It sounds like he's been really a good friend. Like It's a small city, a small community, and they all look out for each other. But I also understood where Jack was coming from because he's like, these are minors on these tapes. And for guys like, um, he didn't say this, but um, more sheriffs need to come down on guys like Brent because if their privilege is not checked at an early age, they grow up to do some terrible things it is what it is you know brent even the way he looked and had that smug smile on his face that was a look of privilege and those type of guys who uh, have rich fathers think that they can go and do whatever the hell they want to do so he does need to be checked before this season is over because i couldn't stand his little arrogant ass attitude Now, I kind of like the dad, and the dad had valid points, like, come on, man, I'm already going through it, this embarrassing thing just happened at my Christmas party, I've done this for you, I've done this for you, so it does sound like Steve has looked out a lot, but I understood Jack's point, too, of I have to do my job, these are minors on these tapes, and for guys like Brent, they will be out of control if they're not checked for their bullshit in those teenage years, in those early years. So, um, we go into the next scene, and I did like on how the dad checked, uh, Brent in the car and slammed his goddamn head into the thing, I thought that's what he got, I think he should have got a slap and a punch too though, come on dad, next time rough his ass up a little bit more, (laughs) so we go to summer 99, and we get the two truths and a lie, uh, Game going with the gang, and you know all of them participate, and we get Jeff. He tells his, Luke tells his, and Isabella tells hers. She adds on something about sleepwalking, and Megan kind of covers her story. So with that, with Megan covering for her, and she like, isn't that true, Megan? We kind of got a little ice break in there, uh, where you know Megan was starting to open up a little bit more and be more receptive to her. Then it cuts to summer 2000, and Megan attorney arrives. So we see Debbie went to Megan's father for help to get the money to pay for the uh, attorney. Which I was like, please tell me she didn't go to Steve because that would be kind of awkward of him paying for an attorney when this this could be your son's possible murderer. <laughs> like we don't know what happened yet, and we're gonna kind of go a little bit more into Miss Megan towards the end and so we go back to summer 99 and we see more of the ice breaking when it starts to rain outside and the guys go in and uh Isabella tells Megan because they kind of stand outside and you know bond over rain she like you know Jeff kind of crushing on you boo and she like huh they don't look at me like that and, you know, Isabella, just tell her, tell her, like, you're getting older now, you know, you look amazing, you're smart, you can, you know, you're cool, you're like a trifecta crush, who wouldn't have a crush on you, like, face it, you're blooming out, so the, the guys, they're not going to look at you like you're just one of the guys no more, and Megan, you know, she's like, for real? You know, so they just start bonding and, you know, becoming friends. So we go to summer 2000, and the questions start at the station. And (laughs) Megan got tripped up quick because she talking about she took Luke home after the party on New Year's. But Steve Chambers had camera footage in his driveway. So the camera footage reveals, that's a lie, Megan. You didn't take uh, Luke home. So we see Steve in in winter 99. Steve ends up talking to Luke and he basically tells him like, I know that was you in your size 11 shoe who turned over the tapes. And he basically tells him like, you know what? I know Brent is a dipshit. But at the same time, family business is family business. And at the end of the day, family sticks together. So basically what goes on in his house stays in his house. <laughs> and Luke is hurt. Luke is hurt because it seemed like Brent just dodged a whole nother bullet. You know, nothing happened. His dad basically knows he's a piece of shit Sometime, But family business is family business. Very common. Very common. You know, especially back in the day. So we go to summer 99. And we see the girls decide to um bail out of the, you know, the guy thing. She's like, you know what? Let them have their guy night and let us go back to our uh, spot. So <clears throat> they go home. As they're driving back, it cuts back to December 99. Now, this is at the diner. And Jeff, him and one of the other guys, they walk in. They take a crack at Isabella about, you know, being a boyfriend stellar. And the little sister is like, what? So Megan pulls him to the side. And Jeff was like, you know what? Nobody knows, but I know that laugh. That's one of the things I really liked about you. And I know that was you on that tape. It chose the wrong guy. So I'm thinking him and uh, Miss Megan, they must have got close in summer 99. And Jeff is still hurt by that. But I don't think Jeff put out the tape. So, of course, she gets all nervous. So then we go to December 1999, and well, it basically stays in 99. And um, Brent, he um, end up hemming up Luke in the kitchen and, you know, tells him that he basically lies to him, too. He like, Dad didn't even care. You know, he even hemmed up, uh, you know, he slapped Myers and all this. You know, Brent just lying. See, that's that privilege shit. Like I said, if it's not checked when they're younger, they go thinking they can do whatever they want to do, and that's what Brent is going to end up doing. So, so um, you know, Luke is hurt, and and we only on episode three, but so far the only person who I really feel sorry for in this show, and who I'm really taking a very good, you know, liking into, is Luke, and he the damn one. <laughs> but I like Luke. So, uh, you know, it just seemed like he was just, like, a good guy. Mind we only on episode three, but so far, I really, really like Luke. So, it cuts to Summer 99, and the girls, you know, they arrive back home, and they see Debbie, she was trying to get her freak on with her baby daddy, and then Megan, she catches them. She runs in the, you know, in the mobile home, very dramatically, might I add, with Isabella chasing right after her. So... You know, Isabella, like, what's going on? Who who was that guy? And she tells her, like, that's my dad. He was, like, a singer. His name is Keith. He was never around. So they basically, you know, bond over war stories of how they grew up. And, you know, Isabella ends up bringing out some hard candy that she got from Europe that tastes disgusting. And they bond and they have, like, their first real conversation where they become friends. You know, we see how their friendship got started and how they connected. So then it cuts to December '99. And Isabella and Megan meet up with Jeff. <laughs> and then, you know, Megan like, listen, you ain't going to tell on me unless you want me to tell on you on how you got that camera footage, that camera footage, you know, or how you can afford that, uh all that nice camera equipment, shall I say. And Jeff like, oh, so now you blackmailing me? Megan like, nah, let's just call it mutual destruction. So, it seemed, like I said it seemed like him and um Megan got really really close and you know he might have thought they were leading somewhere and then she went with Luke so he's still hurt he might have confided something in her now she's using it against him but you know he did throw the little shot at her that he knew that was her on the tape and you know it's just a mess so we get to the very last scene and we see Sheriff Myers bringing out the bag that belonged to Isabella. And he got a stash of cash in there. And it's at Luke's murder scene. And that was my recap and review for Cruel Summer Season 2, Episode 3. I thought it was a very solid, solid, solid season. But... Next episode, I want more answers. I want to know what the hell is going on. I want to know what happened to my Luke, (laughs) okay? Um, And and the one thing I'm not understanding is that Isabella and Megan, they clearly know what happened. They know way more than what they're egging on. And if Megan was supposed to be so in love with Luke and they were kissing at the party because it was already said that, and they said Isabella was mad and it led to murder. Why are you so calm and quiet about this? I mean, I get the drastic change, but if you just lost the love of your life and it's this big, dark secret, why the hell are you keeping it the secret? And if you were involved, what would have happened in that time frame where you guys were just so happy, lovey-dovey, and a murder happened? Like, I need answers. And then even if it was like betrayal where somebody slept with somebody did it have to lead to murder why is it so dramatic you know and if the guy Ned did it why are you co- I need to know it needs to you know it needs to add up I, I need more so I'm hoping by episode four we get more clues but we know the neighbor Ned that's a clue um but I just want to know who killed Luke because he didn't deserve to die (laughs) but this episode was fire I hope you guys are enjoying it that's one thing about Cruel Summer it definitely leaves you um guessing and trying to put everything together I know with season one I was team Jeanette but Jeanette would piss me off so I would always be like well I think Jeanette did this and trying to figure it out and then I think with this one well with With season one, we were trying to figure out like what actually happened with Kate. And we were trying to figure out, did Jeanette actually see her? With this one, we know what it's about. We know it's a murder involved. And we're just trying to figure out how is Megan and Isabella connected to it? So I just felt like, you know, Luke was a good guy. Why would he get murdered? And why are you guys, if you know something, why are you so quiet and you were that close? Like, who are you covering for? So I just want more. But for the most part, you know, it's a really good season so far. We only got three episodes in, but, you know, it's, it's having me want more. I can't wait till next Monday so I can see it. But please don't go anywhere. I'm about to play the sleeper. And I'm also about to play the trailer for next week. Is there anything about that night you haven't told me? We not afford any more surprises. He knows about our lie. Which one? I am not going to let Megan go down for a crime she didn't commit. You am so sure of that. I haven't you can on our friendship. You really expect me to believe that? How far do I need to go to prove my loyalties here? You? Do you need me to kill for you? Y'all, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like we're gonna see a lot more of what happened on the camera on Jeff uh we see Jeff's camera footage all through the C uh, through the preview from the summer of ninety nine. It looks like Isabella was going through Megan's things in winter of 99 and it looks like Steve in 2000 is going to start getting real skeptical of Megan and Isabella's story so I cannot wait to see how it unfold I'm sure that's going to put a strain on Debbie's and uh Steve's friendship slash relationship it's just too much but I need I need more I need more I need more clues so we'll see next week here is my sleeper for the day Brandy, Have You Ever? Let's take it back to the 90s. Have you ever loved somebody so much it makes you cry? Have you ever needed something so sad you can't sleep at night? Have you ever tried to find the words but they don't come up right? Have you, ever, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever been in love, been in love so bad? you do anything to make them understand. Have you ever had someone steal your heart away? You give in To make them feel the same. Have you ever searched for words? Take me back to the nineties, y'all. <laughs> I had to play some pretty, some some pretty beautiful brandy vocals. Um, her harmonies, her vocals are everything. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are enjoying the season so far. If this show is new to you guys, make sure you check out season one. It was really good. And I did recap every episode. Cruel Summer was one of when I first started the podcast. That was one of the first shows I ever recapped. So I'm really happy to be doing it. um, And I'm happy that it's back. Um, If you guys have any recap requests, please hit me up and let me know about them. Let me know about it. Let me know what you're watching on your TV. We are um, about to go into the weekend, so please, if you get out, have fun, be safe, enjoy. It's a lot going on this weekend, so get out, enjoy yourself, have fun, but be safe, and as always, protect your energy. If you have anybody who is an enemy to your energy, please dismiss them. Put yourself first, and don't do it in a selfish way, but we only got one life to live so live it to the fullest the sky is the limit and just know that you can be all you want to be don't let nobody try to put you down tell you what you can't do because the sky is the limit and even if you fail the first time it's okay that builds resilience it rebuilds strength so go out go for what you want do it you can do it i have faith and just be around people who you know want to see you elevate go higher you know life is short depression is real so that's why i say avoid the stress avoid the enemies to your energy as always i love you guys thank you for your support don't forget you can always hit me up if you just want to say what's up if you have any recap requests or if you have anything that you know you need me to show some love on so shout your businesses out your brands your music get your recap requests out Whatever, you know, you always know you can inbox, DM, email me. You can even message me on Spotify. So, on that note, it's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.